So we are still worshiping virtually, and it is Palm Sunday, a great day of celebration in the church. And I have to tell you, it's odd to look around in this space and to see empty chairs, but, but when I use my imagination, I'm not preaching to an empty room at all. I'm preaching to families sitting on the edges of this space in tables, at tables. And I'm preaching to women who've joined us from the dove's nest. And I am preaching to the faithful gathered in the center and on the other side. And if I was in the sanctuary, I would be imagining that I was preaching to the couple on the second or third pew that always closes their eyes and sings with the choir. If we're in the sanctuary, I would be preaching to squirming alkalites in the front rows, and I'd be preaching to a gathered body of friends who have come out of the same neighborhood to worship together at Harrison. This is what I see. This is what I imagine. And I preach virtually. It is Palm Sunday, and I will be reading that beautiful text of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. So hear now this word of God from the Gospel of Matthew, the 21st verse. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this. The Lord has need of them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and on mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of the donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt, and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from their trees and spread them out on the road. And the crowds that went ahead of him were following and shouting, Hosanna to the son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! And when he had entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And let us pray. O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing in thy sight. For you are our rock, our redeemer. You are the blessed one who is coming in the name of the Lord to us this day. Amen. shouting and cheering the, the health care workers as they got off work. 
I have just loved seeing how all these people from all over the world rally together and lift their voices up singing, shouting, clapping, wherever, whatever it may be that they're doing, wherever it is, they're doing it. These voices are rallying together to give thanks, to offer support, to encourage those who daily are on the front lines of this crisis, those who are getting off their shifts after working nonstop for hours, those who perhaps are frustrated because they are under-equipped to do the job that they are gifted, skilled to do. They don't have everything they need to do the best job possible. Some are weeping in their frustration. Some are just down and wondering what it'll be that the next day brings. And yet, again, one of those things that we see is a grateful population. And in the U.S., they are shouting and clapping. In Argentina, they are chanting. In Italy, they are singing. One of the countries, there was a tambourine being shaken from the balcony. Again, to encourage and to support so many who are making extreme sacrifices of themselves to serve us. Giving thanks for doctors and nurses and support staff. This is one of those images that will travel with me as we hopefully leave this time sooner rather than later. Now it's not that I, I think necessarily that the health care providers are the coming of the Messiah. I don't think that at all. But what I do think absolutely is that they are acting in selfless and self-sacrificing ways. And in that way, they are very truly emulating Christ, the ultimate healer. Now, all that was going on in that day isn't exactly what is going on in our day. All that was happening that first Palm Sunday isn't exactly at all what was happening, is happening now. But what I want us to focus on in part for our time together is the fact of how important it is for people to simply come together. To offer thanks to unify our voices, again, to, to, to encourage and support, to cheer on rather than to criticize or to bring anyone down. And if we learn any lessons from this time together, my hope is, is that we learn how much better it is for us to gather together around unified voices of cheer and encouragement than it is for us to gather together with voices of criticism and destruction. Surely it is not the same now as it was then, but it is the crowds coming together. It is the crowds lifting up voice. And, and thousands of years ago, that Palm Sunday that we continue to celebrate was a very peculiar and particular time. It was a very odd time, no doubt, for here comes a king riding on a donkey. Here comes a king riding on a donkey with voices of acclamation all around him. A king who was a peasant. A king who was a fulfillment of scripture. A king who was willing to ride right into, as the scripture tells us, 
a city in turmoil. You see, our king who rides on a donkey is not afraid of our turmoil. And in fact, more times than not, Jesus will find himself right smack dab in the middle of it. Palm Sunday 2020 is particular and peculiar, no doubt. Palm Sunday thousands of years ago as it was Jesus entering into Jerusalem for a Passover week. That was particular and peculiar, no doubt. Palm Sunday is this day today that teaches us a lesson, that teaches us, I think, what the Holy Spirit would have to say to us today. Historians tell us that probably 200,000 Jewish pilgrims would come into the city of Jerusalem for the Passover celebration. 200,000 pilgrims coming into a city of 40,000. And not only were these pilgrims gathering, but you know that there were others coming together, again, swelling the ranks of the city. These 200,000 pilgrims, you know, brought with them all kinds of numbers of merchants who were wanting to capitalize on the occasion. And you know that when 200,000 Jews were gathering in Jerusalem, a city occupied by the Roman government, you know that the army and their ranks began to swell as well. We have no idea how many had gathered in Jerusalem that week. That first Palm Sunday for us, that very peculiar Passover week for Jesus. And so we gather with the crowds, we gather with the pilgrims and the merchants and the armies, and we gather and we ask this question, this city in turmoil, it had to be, right? With all those people, it had to be a city in turmoil. And as we gather and as Jesus rode into Jerusalem, we're told that in verse 10 that as the crowds were shouting, many wanted to know, many asked the question, who is this? Who is this donkey, who is, excuse me, who is this king riding on a donkey? Who is this? The whole city of Jerusalem was in turmoil. Who is this? Who indeed is this? Some say a Messiah. Some believe he is the prophet. Some believe he has come to deliver the people in a military action to overthrow the Roman government. Some believe that he is the one who has been spoken of for thousands of years. Some in the crowd that day in this city of turmoil believed that he was a troublemaker. Some were suspicious and threatened by his power, perceived power. And some just thought he was a troublemaker one who needed to be taken care of before things got out of hand. Who is this? The crowd wanted to know. Who is this? The city in turmoil asked. And again, the word of God transcends time and space. We too find ourselves in a city in turmoil. We too find ourselves in a city, a state, a country, a world that is in turmoil. 
And yet, for those of us who believe in Christ, ours is not the question, who is this? Because we know who he is. We know that ours is a savior, a king willing to ride on a donkey, willing to go right into the middle of a city in turmoil. Again, not shying away from it. Not dismissing or discarding the fear, not dismissing or discarding the turmoil around it but rather to be with us in it, to be part of this journey with us. We need not ask, who is this? Who is this king on a donkey? For we know. And, believers, we are compelled to share what we know with others. We are compelled to share our faith, our faith in the midst of speculation, in the midst of confusion, in the midst of suspicion, again, in the midst of a city or a state or a country in turmoil, we are those who don't have to ask, who is this? Rather, we are those compelled to share, this is Jesus, a God who is not afraid to be one of us, a God who is willing to be part of all that is going on. This is what the true Savior looks like. This is who the true Savior is. This is who we as believers seek to emulate through our own sacrifice, through our own seeking a way to serve, through our own willingness to join our voices together to shout praises and thanksgiving into a city, state, nation that is full of fear. This is Jesus, we answer to the question. This is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. More than that, this is the one who's already here, people of God. This is the one in our midst. And we give thanks. I think it is such an important lesson for us this year to remember that even though we may be those who by the end of this week, we'll turn our backs on or betray, reject this king on a donkey. And yet he still hasn't abandoned us even when we might abandon him. Just another way to reinforce what we know to be true in our faith, that Jesus is here in the midst of it all. That Jesus is a king willing to ride on a donkey. That Jesus is a peasant willing to be lifted up by the crowds, whatever that might mean for his future. We are those who follow this king on a donkey, riding into a city in turmoil. And that makes all the difference, all the difference for who we are right now in this place, in a very peculiar Odd Palm Sunday. We are those who shout in proclamation that this king on a donkey is coming into our midst. And blessed is he, the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he who is already here, walking this dusty road with us. Blessed is he who is willing to be part of a city in turmoil. Blessed is he. Hosanna. In the highest. Amen. And let us pray.
Gracious God, we do give you thanks that amidst our confusion, our speculation, our wonder, we give you thanks that in the midst of this city in turmoil, you are already with us. And that our faith teaches us now more than ever that you, a king who is willing to ride on a donkey, humble and true, that you are a king who is already in the midst of this turmoil. Thanks be to God, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed are you who is here. In the name of the Lord. Amen. <laughs>